Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Lessons in Savvy Living. This is your place, your space where you can get fed um, and not the type of eating that I've been doing a lot of during this COVID crisis, but what we want to do is we want to have a place where women can learn and can uh, connect and, and be inspired. Um, so I am so happy to have my guest here today. My guest is Tanya Franklin. And so Tanya, we're going to go ahead and get started with my first question that I ask everyone. What are three things that people should know about you, Tanya? Okay, um, one thing about me is that I'm a natural introvert. Um, it, initially, I'm like really quiet and reserved, but once I, you know, have a moment to warm up and get to know people, you usually can't shut me up. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> that, that's one thing about me. Um, another is that I love people, um, love helping people um, and seeing them win. I am like a huge cheerleader for the underdog. Um, Another thing about me is that I'm a dreamer. Um, I, that's something that I've always been as a small child. I've always envisioned myself being in different places, doing different things, um, thinking outside of the box. Um, I've always been considered as the, the child that everybody laughed at because they were like, that's so weird. You know, nobody mm -hmm. thinks like that but you. So um, I've, I've always been a dreamer. Okay, wonderful. So that's actually going to lead to our, my next question is okay. the topic today is starting a business and particularly starting a business over 40. Now, first mm -hmm. of all, I want to know, do you qualify? Because you look pretty young. I don't know. I, I do. I, okay. I, I'm right. well qualified. <laughs> okay, I don't know. That moisturizer, you must be moisturizing. <laughs> That, that country water you're putting on your face or something. All right, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I qualify. I'm over 40. I'm leaning on to the other side, oh, over there to the 50 side. So okay. I'm, I'm getting close to that end of, of the of the spectrum. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Well, good, good, because I was going to get your ID and everything out, but I'll, <laughs> I'll believe you. I believe you. So So the question is, and in our current state of affairs, as we are filming this, as we're recording this, it's the middle of the COVID-19 crisis, the global pandemic. And a lot of people are trying to reconnect with their dreams. You mentioned dreams and, and goals. And on one hand, some of us find ourselves having a little bit more time than we're used to having. On the other hand, mm -hmm. some of us start to feel kind of guilty, like, well, I have this time. What should I do? I don't know. Should I, should I be productive or, or is it okay to kind of relax? I don't know. So I'm interested in hearing your story and kind of how things evolve for you, because I know a lot of people, a lot of women are trying to, during this time, trying to reflect to see whether or not starting a business is something that um, would fit well for them in their life and their lifestyle. So what's your story behind starting a business over 40? Well, um, I've been in the position of being thrown curveballs because um, actually I started my business um, when I was 40. 
Um, I was in a position where I was working for um, a huge corporate um, insurance company. And we were in the position, we were put in the position um, where we were downsizing. And so he ended up having to shut down one of his offices. And um, he was like, well, until we can find, you know, um, another office, you know, um, I'm just going to have you work from home because he had a satellite office and he still needed someone to manage that. So I was kind of like working from home, managing the other office, even though the, my local office was shut down. And then it was like, you know, he was like, well, you know, things are still not looking good financially for us. And he ended up calling me. I was actually, cause I was actually working remotely from places like McDonald's, <laughs> the library, wherever. Um, and I was on my way to my quote unquote office one morning and he calls me. He's like, I've been trying to call you all morning, you know? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was dropping the kids off at school. Cause I had my children late in life. So, you know, I'm like, you know, 39, 40-ish and, you know, still having to take care of small children. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, um, don't worry about um, doing the reports and emails today. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And he says, because um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep you um, because we, you know, I, I just don't have the money right now. And it was kind of like, boom, you know, it just kind of hit me. Like, what do I do now? Um, right. So I can relate, you know, that you're being put in a position that you didn't really see coming. Um, you're, you're facing, you know, the uncertainty and you're looking at, okay, I've, I've invested so much into this. And now it's like, I'm feeling like I have to start all over. Um, I've been in a position of feeling lost um, and jumping into this generation, this tech savvy generation, you know, full of these young minds, young energy. And it's like, okay, where do I fit in? Um, I recall there were times where I was like, okay, you know, I got into virtual assisting, um, because I was like, shoot, I'm doing that now, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I said, you know, I would love to have more control, more time to be available for my kids because they were starting to get up in age. My kids, my, especially my oldest daughter was getting involved in a lot of different things in school. And it was like, mom, I need you to take me here. I need you to go mm -hmm. do this. I need you to, you know, support me in this. So I was looking at the time management and also um, being able to have more control over my finances. So I said, okay, you know, I'm already working from home. You know, this will be perfect not knowing that I was jumping into a whole brand new world, a whole brand new industry of, of virtual business and, and working remotely. It was totally different. And wow. so, you know, some of the so, things that I had to train for, I was like, I'm too old for this. I'm like, oh my, my, brain cells, <laughs> my brain cells, you know, not capturing this. And it was like a, it was really a reality check for me because even though sometimes you feel, you don't feel as old as you really are, but then you're put in a position to where you have to rely on um, certain parts of you, especially mentally mm -hmm. that you're realizing that it's not like it was when you was 20 and 25. 
Wow, that's that's so interesting, Tanya, that you you talk about this and you had to do this by yourself. I think mm-hmm. about all of the people around the world who are g- logging into Zoom for the first time or having right. these teleconferences for the first mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. so um, I think a lot of people today have the um, the benefit of the fact that everybody's learning together. But when you jumped in there, it was just you saying, I, I don't know what what's going on so you right. had to kind of teach yourself how to do things and so you are a, a pioneer of sorts when it came to the the virtual world <laughs> yeah I, it was you know I, it was there was so many things that I didn't I didn't have a clue existed you know I was like oh, okay start a business oh okay I know I know I need a website you know I was like that's a no-brainer I know I need that and I was already, you know, sort of on social media. And so, I, you know, I didn't realize the importance of it. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll just set up something. And, you know, and then I said, well, okay, get in a couple of groups. And all of the information, it was just so overwhelming. And then I got into this headspace where I was like, oh, wow, all of these ladies they're my age, but they've been doing this Mm -hmm. for a while. So it's like, I just kind of felt like a fish out of water. Mm. I felt, you know, overwhelmed. And I was looking at the fact that, you know, maybe I'm just too old to do this. You know, maybe this, this, you know, maybe it's too late, you know, for me to start to pursue those dreams. Um, So I, I can definitely relate to the, the mental crunch and, you know, having that reality check when you're looking in the mirror and you're realizing you're looking like, whoa, you know, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm 45, 46, mm-hmm. but then it's like when you're, you're jumping into this fast paced technology world that we live in and you're trying to start a business, you know, things that I was taught about starting a business 20 years ago <laughs> doesn't really apply. You know, some right. of those, those, those things don't apply um, in 2020. So, you know, it was, it was definitely um, an eye opener for me um, to be able to have to sit and do that and take that reality check. Okay. So this is interesting. So, because you're, you're saying a lot of the things that I know many people feel. So a lot of people have had dreams, they had goals that they uh, were were um, kind of thinking of pursuing when they were younger. It just kind of got pushed aside for whatever reason. And then right. they think, well, I can't get into that world now. That, that All that technology, all that stuff, um, I want to do it, but I just, I, the, the time is maybe just, just kind of passed me by. Right. So it, right. it sounds like that you actually thought some of those things but it sounds like you kind of overcame it and then you you came on the other side so what was your your area so was it virtual um being a VA yes that's actually how it started um was being a VA because I was actually looking for an admin position um I was looking for another job because I wore different different several hats for my boss um I was actually hired to be an administrative assistant, but he foregoed hiring an office manager and he was like, well, you have met experience with that. So I need you to do that. Then he said, well, I need you to hire me someone to handle our quality. 
And so we had someone from corporate to come and he says, well, Tonya can do that and I can train her. So I pretty much was wearing all of those hats. And so that's the type of job that I was actually looking for. And I came across um, virtual assistant and I was like, well, what is that? And so I did some <clears throat> research on it and I was like, shoot, I'm doing that now, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and so that's like kind of how it, it, how it started. And over the course, because I've rebranded and, you know, I started to just really just nail down on what it is that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. where, where I felt comfortable, um, where did I fit in? Um, I've had people to tell me that some of the things that I wanted to do, they were like, you know, that's not what a virtual assistant does. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person that you tell me, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready to show you, you know, that it can't be done. So, um, it, that's how it started out is just being a, a general virtual assistant and it has grown for me to do other things virtually. Well, now that's amazing. And that's a word. Let me, let me just stop you right here. Cause this is what I got from that segment that you just gave. You took what you already knew mm-hmm. and then you applied it in a different way. And I yes. think that's what stops a lot of us because yes. sometimes it's just kind of doing a little bit of digging because mm-hmm. if you've, you've made it to 40 something, you've got some life experience. You've, yes. You've, yes, many of, most of us have, have worked in some capacity. It's trying to figure out kind of what do you enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. What uh, are you good at? And trying to kind of figure that piece out. So, okay, this is, this is good. I take notes now when I'm listening. So I'm listening to this. All right. So you found out a virtual assistant was a thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you started. But then how did things evolve from there? Um, I realized that it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Um, and I failed a number of times and I got right back into that discouragement. Um, and one day I was, um, doing some work for, um, another VA actually, and I came across, um, a quote, I came across this quote, um, from, um, Congresswoman, um, Shirley Chisholm, Mm. um, that says that if they don't give you a seat at the table, that you bring in a folding chair. And when I saw that, it was like the, the, it was like the light bulb just came on for me. You know, it was like, that's, that was my encouragement. That was my motivation that I have, I, I had to get out of my own way, stop looking at being over 40 as something that was negative and something that was a hindrance um, to me growing in my dream, but look at it as a positive, look at it as that, you know, now you're able to offer something that a 20 year old VA mm-hmm. doesn't have, which is wisdom, you right. know? Um, so I, I, you know, I had to learn how to take the pos- the negative and turn it into a positive and seeing that quote, that was the catalyst for me to be able to change, um, 
I worked with a couple of other VAs and they were always coming to me um, about different things that was going on in their business. I've always been a transparent entrepreneur. Um, I, you know, I don't do the, the social media celebrity thing where I, I make everything look glitz and glam. Um, I let people know. And so I was talking to a young lady and she was saying, girl, you, she said, why don't you go into consulting? And I was like, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. I was like, I said, who can I consult? I'm like, I'm over here struggling with beans and rice over here. I was like, and, you know, and it just, it got to the point to where I had more people that were in my inbox and they were asking me questions and they were saying, Hey, you know, I saw that you were talking about this in this group and, you know, and so it was like the light bulb came back on like, hello, yes, right. hello, this is the folding chair that you need to be bringing to the table. You know, quit trying to fit in with what everybody else is doing. Come on and now. So I then I revisited that because um, I tried to go back to school because I said, well, maybe going back to school is the answer. <laughs> and even though I had a stellar GPA, I was told that I would have to start all over again. Right. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right. do you all have any clue <laughs> of the struggle to get that 3.8? And so right. I said, you know what, this, th that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was just sitting and I was just thinking. And once again, that quote came back to me. And so it was like, you want to get into marketing. You want to get into PR, start your own virtual PR firm. Do Come it. on now. You just... Do it. That folding chair. That you folding chair. Do it. Got it? You sat down. Yeah. And, and that's what I did. And I started mapping out everything and how, and I was like, okay, now how is this going to work? You know, never done this before. Never seen anybody do this before. How is this going to work? And start, I just said the same way you research doing a business period. Right. You know, use those same foundational tools. And then you take your creativity, your dream, and you plug it in and insert and so that's what I started doing. And now that's mainly what I do with my business, with my virtual business. I do not, I'd say 85% of what I do in my virtual business is marketing and PR now. Wow. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. And I recently, um, I added consulting, um, in 2000 and well, officially 2019. I played with it in mm -hmm. 2018, but I had a lot of people telling me, Tony, this is what you need to do. You know, you, you need to do this. And so um, this actually, this first quarter, my consulting brand of my business has started to explode. Mm. So I was like, okay, this is where I am. This is, you know, this is the season. I'm taking advantage of it. And I'm learning how to mold all of those pieces together to solidify my brand and my place in business after 40. Wow. Let me tell you what else I heard you say. I heard you say that you are connected with good people. <laughs> because yes. evidently somebody has been encouraging you um, and yes. saying, hey, here's what you should do. Talk to me about that. How are you finding these people? It's not your mama oh, and them wow. and, and your cousin oh, and no. them. So, oh, no. <laughs> so who are these folks? How do you find them? How do you get them in your corner? 
I wish it was my family, but they're, they're the most hesitant to support. Um, and once I got over that little minor heartbreak, um, and I, what I started doing was that I started seeking out people that understood where I was, you know, understood the position that I was in. Um, and I started having conversations with people. Sometimes I would just ask questions or if somebody else asked a question, you know, I would say, you know, I understand, I get it, you know, I'm going through the same thing. And then they were like, well, can I inbox you? Because I really need to talk to somebody about this. And I'm like, sure. And I never came from the standpoint that, oh, I got this all together. Uh I came from the standpoint that I understand, I get it. You have somebody that understands you, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do this alone. You know, I tried the accountability partner thing and it was always Mm one-sided. And so I was like, you know, I need, I'm like, I need somebody to pour into me. Right. And so I just said, you know, I'm just going to scrap that model Mm -hmm. and just do it the old fashioned way, you know, sitting down over a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and just talking. And in the midst of that, you, you develop a relationship to where you become accountable to one another. Cause it's like, wow, you know, well, girl, last week you were talking about doing, you know, A, B, and C, you know, so what's, what's the status on that? You know, have you, have you got anything done? And before you know it, you have, you have forged a relationship with people and relationships are so, so, so key and important to be able to make it in this business, whether you're 18, whether you're 25, 30 or 45 or 46 or 60, you know, you have to have relationships, people that not only you see them as, okay, there, I can have them as a stepping stone to be able to grow in my business, but people that are on the ground floor with you that understand that get it, um, that where there's, you know, the, I I always tell people this all the time, no judgment zone. When I do my consulting, I'm like, please don't come to my sessions trying to be politically correct. If you don't know something, just say, you know, I have no clue what you're talking about. You know, I'm like, be real and honest, you know, because I said, I can work with you if you're honest, because I get it. I get it. I understand. I've been in the position. I've been to where in the position where it's like, I really want to do this, but I have no clue on how to get started. I have no clue. I don't have any money. I don't have any support. Um, I, I don't have an office. I'm working in my car and I'm sitting in front of McDonald's or Burger King and using their Wi-Fi. You know, I've been there. I've done that. And so, you know, having relationships, having that, some people call it a tribe, having that, it doesn't have to be a whole lot of people. It doesn't have to be somebody that's, you know, making six, seven figures. It can be people that are like right there on the ground floor with you that understand and get it. So kind of like a mastermind, a group yes. of colleagues. Okay. Yes. So relationships are very important. Oh, yes. And, and you really brought home the idea that that wisdom and that experience, that actually is such an asset that we as women, especially sometimes discount in mm-hmm. terms of, uh, well, I just don't know. I started a business. I don't know how to do anything. I don't have anything to offer. I'm like, right. wait a minute. Haven't you been uh 
Didn't you raise six children? Do you know how to help them get their chores done? Didn't you, I saw your organizational system. It's off the mm -hmm. charts. Something, mm -hmm. something that you find easy that other people are like, oh, I sure would like some help with this. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, it's amazing. This is really, really inspirational. And let me tell you also, Tanya, you brought that Shirley Chisholm quote. Before our interview, I was watching a movie, right? And the episode was called what? Shirley. It's all about her. <laughs> and her run for president in 1972. So I was just like, did she just bring up? I was just watching the, so, okay. You don't have to hit me with a lightning bolt. So that is uh, an interesting, interesting coincidence. Boom. Tied oh. it all in there together. Tied it all together. Tied it all together. Yes. Wow. Wonderful. So what would you say is your biggest lesson? that you would share Ooh. with someone um, in terms of starting a business after 40? Hmm. One thing that I would say is don't give up. Oh, okay. Don't give up. Um, it, it even, it don't look at it as a negative that you're 40 over 40. Don't look at it. Oh, I'm just too old to do this. If you dream it, write it, mm. <laughs> make it clear and run with it okay you, you know you now. have you have those you have those innate skills already inside of you nobody has to teach you to do those things mm. those things are already planted inside of you you already have the things that you need to move forward to get started and so i would say don't give up um even when you fail um i was looking at um a film a while ago um, about um, these two um, brothers and they were starting a business and they had like this big goal, this big dream, but they didn't have a lot of money. Um, they weren't what you would consider as super smart or business savvy, but they had a dream and they didn't give up and even when like the first year they didn't make a lot of money they were actually like trying to get people to donate money to them so that they could pay their bills but they did not give up even when they failed and that was a big thing that i had to learn that even when i failed don't say oh it's time to throw in the towel it's time to learn from your mistakes grow from them use those 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 that failure as like stepping stones so that you can know what to do better the next time oh my goodness that perseverance that's yes. what that's the word i think of when i hear you talk and i also hear boy when are you gonna get your life coach certification because you know <laughs> i tell you what that or Here either you being a preacher <laughs> or, or preaching I don't know, because I don't know. I'm going to go outside and run five miles. That's what I'm going to do after talking to you. I think I, I have been inspired. So, I mean, the, if people want to, to talk with you, Tanya, if they want to, to connect with you, if they want to be inspired by you, how can they find you? Where would they find you online? Okay. Um, they can find me on Facebook. Um, Tanya Franklin, or they can find my connect with me on my business page at MJS Virtual Collaborative Services. Um, I'm also on Instagram, um, MJS underscore virtual. 
and they can also find me on my website and that is a bit.ly link um, and it's um, MJS that's all uppercase capital V and virtual and capital C and collaborative okay wonderful now and also let me spell your name out because Tanya can be spelled many different ways that's right that's okay right. so it's T-O-N Y-A, in case you're listening to this and you're not watching the video, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher, it's T-O-N-Y-A Franklin. That's correct. Okay. All right. Now, when, are you sure they're going to be able to find you on Facebook? Seems like there'll be a lot of Tanya Franklins. But oh, I guess... they'll, they'll know me. They'll find me because um, they'll see um, in my bio, it has my business names in the oh, link there. So that, that's, a, to... that's a good tip. That's a good PR tip, right? That's right. <laughs> So well, thank you so much, Tanya. This has been a delightful conversation. You have really, uh, you've, you've exceeded my expectations. I said, okay, well, this will be a good, you know, a good uh, talk and I'll get some information. I'm like, yes, I'm inspired. Let me go and, and work on my business plan and talk to you after this recording's over so I can get my PR life together. So I really appreciate you saying yes and agreeing to appear on Lessons in Savvy Living. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always an opportunity to come and, and just connect with other women that are doing things to empower our communities. And I'm, I'm always for stuff like that. And I just thank you for saying yes to me. <laughs> oh, no problem. So, all right, everyone, that's it for this episode in Lessons in Savvy Living. Until next time, stay savvy. Bye. <laughs>